This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, Cardinal fans. I'm Ozzie Smith. Corks one into right down the line. It may go. And you're listening to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Go crazy, folks. Go crazy. Here's your host, Brent McMillan. Welcome to the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Glad to have you along with us for this episode. My name is Brett McMillan, and we have a fun one today if you like Cardinal history. The 2017 Cardinal Hall of Fame class announced on April the 28th, fans voting in Tim McCarver and Mark McGuire, and then the Red Ribbon Committee, which is a group of long-tenured St. Louis media, adding Pepper Martin as the veteran selection. Just a reminder, uh, in Cardinal Hall of Fame voting, veteran players are defined as those who have been out of the game for 40 or more years. So throughout the summer, you'll be hearing a lot about all three of those players. And today on the podcast, we kick things off with an in-depth look at Martin. His daughter, Jenny Weathersby, in town the weekend that the announcement was made. She was throwing out a first pitch here at Bush Stadium. And she also was kind enough to grant us a sit-down interview for a Cardinals Insider TV profile that we were putting together on her dad. She shared some really fun stories during our 45 minutes to an hour together. Martin played 13 big league seasons, all of them with the Cardinals. Not in the National Baseball Hall of Fame, but certainly a key piece of one of the most successful eras in Cardinal history. A career 298 hitter, a 358 OBP, and a 443 slugging percentage, and baseball reference has him in at a 17.6 war. Those stats helping the Cardinals win two World Series during the 1930s, and Martin was a leader on both of those teams. Also, arguably the best World Series hitter in franchise history, a 418 average and 55 at-bats. Pepper's impact on the field boiling down to the way that he played, ultra-competitive and just about fearless. So I asked Jenny, where did that hustle come from? He said he'd play for nothing, you know. And he just, like I, I joke, but it, uh, the first contract, he almost did play for nothing. He loved the game so much. And he grew up in a poor family, very, very poor. And when he made it to, he loved to play ball so much. And when he made it to the Cardinals, he, I guess, just let everything roll. Martin debuting at 24 years old during the 1928 season. That's when the big leagues first got a taste of his relentless style of play, but it is not where he got the nickname Pepper. I asked his daughter how he came to be called that, and she says that it goes back to the spice he brought to the game. Fort Smith, he was like a little old farm team, and so he would uh, smooth the fields, have a parade that day, say, I'm going to have a baseball game at such and such a time, and so... He got the nickname of Pepper because he was so busy getting everybody to come to the game, watch the game, and they, they got Pepper in it. And he even legalized that name. It was a nickname, but he had it put legally into the name. John, Johnny Leonard Pepper Martin Roosevelt Jr. I don't know where the Roosevelt Jr. came from. I have no idea <laughs> why. He must have loved that president. I don't know. He had another nickname, Wild Horse of the Osage. He just, he played with abandonment. 
he played with such abandonment and recklessness and put his body in harms to make the play. Whatever it took to get an out or a hit or get safe on that base, he'd do it. He may have been all business on the field, but off of it, Martin could be a little bit of a jokester. One of the founders of the Mudcap Band, which is a group of gas house gang ballplayers who fancied themselves musicians. I'll let you decide what you think of the music, but no matter if you like it or not, the group had specifically made uniforms they would wear during their jam sessions, which you can still see over at the Cardinal Hall of Fame and Museum, and they experimented with touring during an off-season at one point, even sharing the stage with some American icons. Three Stooges, that's who he toured with. And he says, man, they really hit him over the head with the skillet, too. And he was amazed, but he didn't like that life. When ball season was over, he wanted to get back home. In the end, touring just kept Martin away from home for far too long. He loved baseball, but not quite as much as he loved family. And during the offseason, he really just liked being back home in Oklahoma. That's where he raised his family. In fact, it's still where his daughter, Jenny Weathersby, lives. And Martin was one of the most famous and popular baseball players in America during the 1930s, but you wouldn't have known it if you would have seen the way that he acted when he was back home. He really, truly was an everyman. Kids would come and friends. He had lots of friends that wanted to pick his brain and be around him because he was just fun and he loved be He didn't have any boys. Poor to our daddy. Three girls, my older sister and then my little sister was born during a uh, world, during baseball season in, in July, and they, he was playing a game, and he, he was so hoping. For, they didn't have the knowledge of figuring out a boy or girl early like they do now. He didn't know until the very last, and he was coming up to bat, and mother had my baby sister, and he says, oh, he cried, they said. I don't know if he really did, but I hear that, and that probably was true. He wanted a boy so bad. So he loved to work with boys. And that's why he never passed up a boy wanting an autograph. Now, that being said from Jenny, don't get the wrong impression. Martin was a rough-and-tumble guy, liked to hunt, liked to play ball, and naturally he wanted a son that would be willing to roughhouse with him. But the impression that I got from Jenny during our time together is that he really did love his wife and his girls. In fact, he was known for going out of his way to show it, like when they would come to Sportsman's Park to see him play. Loved seeing Daddy come having a box seat and he'd always come and give us a smile when he, before he went down the dugout. I loved that. That's my daddy. I, I, I was proud of him. Later in life, Martin managed a couple of minor league ball clubs and also spent some time doing radio and PR work for a Tulsa minor league baseball team. However, the family ranch in Quinton, Oklahoma was always his favorite destination. Jenny had some really amusing stories about Pepper's time there, the first one centering around him volunteering with the local high school football team. They had just a single coach, and Pepper used to like to go up and help out, but really he enjoyed the scrimmages more than anything. Daddy would go and try and help him, you know, and uh, they'd play these uh, games, and Daddy would get involved in them, and Mother says, Johnny, when are you ever going to quit thinking you're too old to play in these football? He'd come on just could hardly move and have been hit, you know. But he said, they didn't get around my end. And it was the, the, he, he, the fast runner on our high school football team didn't get past him. Martin was a man of deep faith, a key figure in the early life of FCA, that's Fellowship of Christian Athletes. 
He'd travel around and speak to kids at sports camps for the organization, talking about his life, his faith, and his time in Major League Baseball. And when he wasn't doing that, he was active in a local church back in Quinton, too. But even there, he kept things pretty light. They were having a homemade ice cream party after church one Sunday night, and Daddy loved homemade ice cream. They called on Daddy to pray, and Daddy usually, have you ever heard the story about his big words? He read a dictionary and studied it and loved to come up with big words because he had not really graduated from high school. I don't think. They never told me that, and I suspicion it. But he uh, loved to use these big words, and so they'd call on him to pray, and these big words would come out in prayer. I mean big ones. Everybody would almost laugh. But this time then they called on Daddy to pray, and the preacher preached a little long, and he says, God, don't let the ice cream be melted. Amen. <laughs> And that's true. I've had people from that church remember that and tell me that. Now, as I said at the top of the podcast, Martin played all 13 big league seasons with the Cardinals. Debuted in 28, the bulk of his career then eventually occurring between 1930 and 1940, and then he would play 40 games in the 1944 season as well. So by the time he retired from playing, he had a great relationship with all-time great Cardinal executive Branch Rickey. When Ricky was bringing Jackie Robinson to the big leagues in 1947, Pepper Martin got a call for some help. He called Daddy in and talked to him and wanted Daddy to help bring him into the baseball era and knew there was going to be times, you know. And I don't know what Daddy did because he really, what year did Jackie get in? 47C, and Daddy wasn't with Major League Baseball then. People were not being treated right. Daddy was the first to jump in. Yeah, he, he didn't like unfairness over just a skin or, you know, he just never, I never got, I never got any, any, uh, you know, like you don't associate with certain people. I never got that. Daddy would give anyone the shirt off his back if they needed it. Sadly, Martin died in his early 60s, meaning that he never really had much of a relationship with his grandchildren. But still, one of Jenny's boys had a neat connection with his grandfather. My youngest boy was fast, fast. And uh, he played a little bit of team ball, you know, that you put your little kid league in. And I'd see him out there and standing in the exact same stance that Daddy stood waiting on a ball to come, and thank gosh, that looks just like Daddy, and he never saw Daddy. Daddy was, uh, that, that boy was uh, born in 65, and that's the year Daddy died. And uh, he never saw Daddy, and yet he had his moves. We'll celebrate Martin McCarver and McGuire during Cardinal Hall of Fame induction weekend, which is set for August 25th, 26th, and 27th here in St. Louis. To check out our TV profile of Pepper Martin or any of our other Cardinals Insider stories, you can check out cardinals.com video or go to the video section of the MLB at Bat app. Simply type in Cardinals Insider in the search bar. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Always great to chat with you, and we hope that you join us again next week for a conversation between Ozzie Smith and Bob Gibson. You won't want to miss it. Until then, for Jenny Weathersby, I'm Brett McMillan. This has been the Cardinals Insider Podcast.